Yeah, sending this one out to my man Killer B. No doubt, indeed. Without weed, you know what I'm saying? That old real shit. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Barely Legal. Uh, I just wanted to start off. I have, uh, you know, Wimbush is always a recurring character in the podcast series. He gets his own episode. He claims that he's not from Queens, but I wanted to do an episode with a song intro of Mob Deep, uh, Queensbridge Finest, and the song is Survival of the Fittest. I would say that's a, that's a song that can definitely get you in the mood to like go fuck up some shit. Wouldn't you say, Wimbush? Absolutely. Absolutely. Good. I'm glad to hear. Now, before we started the episode, you know, I had to definitely get out, you know, the promo script. So uh, have you ever wanted to sport your own swag and look great? Then look no further than AA Embroidery. They sell hoodies, shirts, patches, your custom needs and wants. And as well, AA Embroidery drops new things every month and monthly giveaways. You can find them at A underscore A underscore Embroidery on Instagram or A underscore A underscore Embroidery.com. And if you find something you like, pop in the promo code Walker15 for 15% off. Again, that's Walker15 for 15% off everything. So again, welcome to another episode of uh, Barely Legal. And Wimbush is my guest. And, you know, it's been a good few months since we've heard Wimbush in the last episode. And it's been a good few months since I saw Wimbush in Vegas. That was the last time I saw Wimbush and I hadn't seen him since probably 2009. I want to say 2008. It's been a very rough. Yeah. Roughly approximately approximately 13 years. So, um, Wimbush before we, okay. Before we get into the topics that you wanted to talk about. Sure. When I so when I was in Vegas, if you guys listened to the prior episode or if you didn't, basically Wimbush told me that he was going to be in Vegas the same weekend I was going to be in Vegas. So I took out my Saturday and I saw Wimbush, and so I'm texting him. I'm on the 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 bus in Vegas because I had like an Airbnb outside of the city. He thought I was doing uh, shenanigans, and uh, I just wanted to enjoy myself outside of the si- outside of the strip. So. I was on my way. He tells me, okay, come to this, come to the, was that, was it the polo? Is that what it was called? I, you know, I, come on, you know, I can't remember that shit, bro. It was, um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, yeah. he gave me, the- he gave me the hotel name and he gave me the floor number and the room number. I get up to the floor and I knock on the door and no answer. I do it again. No answer. And I think the third time, same thing. So I just called him up on the phone. And I'm like, where are you at? He says, oh, I'm in the room on the opposite side, just, you know, hanging out. And I'm like, you motherfucker, you really just you didn't tell people like I know he's laughing. His, you like you didn't tell me that you were in the other room. You're terrible. <laughs> you also didn't give nobody the heads up that you was on the way. You, I think you said like 30 to an hour. You said some shit like that. And it was like 10 minutes later. <laughs> Sometimes it works like that. Sometimes yeah, yeah, put some shit into context. Don't just throw all that bullshit on the boy. You know, you played your part and you being there, and I'm me not being there. You know, you can blame it on a dope. So when I was there, Wimbush just happened to be uh just watching out of the balcony. And what what did we see, Wimbush? It was just women we changing saw, right or what what was saw, it 
Fucking naked hoes <laughs> getting dressed out of the trunk in broad daylight. And I had that shit recorded. I watch it every once in a while just to just to kind of remind myself of what Vegas was like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they was handing out flyers on the strip of escorts for like $80, $90. And let me tell you, that shit is fake. Because I tried it. <laughs> Do you want do you want me to keep this? Listen, they charge it more than eighty to ninety dollars. I tell you that right now. <laughs> anybody, anybody that's going to Vegas, you try to see what's up out there. They hand you one of the flyers. Just throw that shit in the trash, bro. <laughs> now, I will say this: uh, there was I, I arrived late, so I was not a part of this. But um, my friends, they got one of those flyers and they wanted like a strip show. So mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. I mean, like you said, those things say like 90 or a hundred dollars, whatever the case may be. And I think they, the strippers immediately pumped it up. And I think it was like three strippers that were part of the show. So um, I think they pumped that shit up to like 5,000 or $4,000, some Crazy. shit like that. Oops, man. And they I talked would've... it down to like, maybe, I don't know how much it was. Maybe like, maybe just under a thousand for like all of it so it's Listen, crazy don't ask me how i know but that's how they get down they'll smack you in the face with ludicrous charges and then they'll say but for you you know i'll drop it down to here <laughs> you know don't ask me how i know i'm not saying that i participated in any of those things but you know I'm the negotiation saying, stage right yeah I, I know about the negotiations <laughs> and in my business in my in my career, you know, I am a salesperson, so it is my I know how to negotiate and you know and, and all that extra shit. Let me tell you, man, them bitches wasn't man. Listen, anyway. Vegas was uh Vegas was beautiful, man. It was it was it was awesome seeing you. Like I said, man, it was probably like I wanna say last time we saw each other was probably 2000, 2009, probably twenty ten. I would say twenty ten at the least. You know. So so yeah. It's, yeah, man, it was, a, it was a beautiful moment for sure. <laughs> it was very good seeing you, man. You haven't changed one bit. Like it's, I, I I'll say it like this. I remember posting on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. And I never really say this word. I promise you. And I remember I posted on Facebook the picture of us, and I commented underneath. Nobody like initiated me to comment. I just said for anyone looking, the last time you remember, like if you if you. If Wimbush was a nigga last time you remember him, Wimbush is still the same nigga. He hasn't changed one bit. Like he's still a fucking asshole. <laughs> hasn't changed one bit. One fucking bit. But I have matured. Let me. Let I would me, say that for your audiences that just thinks that I'm a piece of shit, I am mature. And, I would, you know, I, I, I don't was, like being mature. I like to get paid to be mature, though. I'm really childish. I would I would say from I was actually listening to our prior episode maybe like last week or a couple of days ago and you kept saying I was a piece of shit. Now I'm telling you you're not a piece of shit. I'm saying that your rationale is 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 wild, but it actually makes sense. Like you're a nigga because you you make sense with the way that you do things. It's just the way that you do things is very unorthodox in comparison to everyone else. But the reason why you do it actually makes sense. If that makes sense. It does make sense, and I appreciate that. You're still a piece of shit, though. I'm not changing that. <laughs> I think that's still an accurate assessment. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that. You know? but, but that's why we're here. You know, that's that's why we have the bond that we have. You know, it works. 
<laughs> You're just fucking wild, yo. So it was actually very good seeing you uh in Vegas. It was it was very cool to be able to uh who was it? Was that was that your cousin and his girlfriend? Yeah, that was that's that's my guy. That was my guy. That was his lady. It was his birthday. That's why I was out there. That's right. Um that was that was my first time being on the West Coast. Uh first time being in Vegas. You know, and it was um, it was a great experience, man. You know, the the weed that they have out there okay. is scrumptious, you know, and, um, you know, you wanted to act like a little bitch. You didn't want to partake in, in the Vegas festivities, you know, but we're, we're, we won't go there. Um, but yeah, man, that was that was the first time in Vegas. It was it was awesome. And I'm glad I went out there in October. They trying to get me to go out there in, during the spring or the summer. And I told them, fuck, no. Why? You, know? you don't want to go even more wild? Right, nigga. Like, first of all, it's hot as fuck during the day, right? Oh, that's true. You got the burn time up. that we went when we went in October, it was hot as shit during the day, and then it was cold as fuck at night, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm just not fucking with that West Coast heat. I'm not doing it. No way. It's more dry than humid. If you're comparing it to like Virginia or Georgia, like like East Coast is more humid, so it's disgusting. Like, but over there is dry. Like we were yeah. in October, so we're fine. But I mean, even if a, if even if it's 110 degrees in Vegas, like it'll feel like 110. But I would take 110 in Vegas over 95 in Georgia or Virginia because your back is sweating from the humidity. Like it, it that's it's slave weather. Think of it like that. Like it's hot as fuck outside and it's humid. Like you're not gonna survive it. And I'm trying to tell you, bro. I would have been a straight house nigga because ain't no way, <laughs> no way. No fucking way. No fucking way. How <laughs> slave, yo. You're... I apologize to my ancestors. I know they're not feeling that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, if you apologize to your ancestors, if they're not feeling you saying that, I assume, and I'm going to get into like the first topic, you ain't feeling gas prices, right? You know, me and gas prices, we have something in common. I'm afraid to know what you have in common. You already know what it is. We are both high as shit. <laughs> we don't see ourselves coming down anytime soon. You know? Now, well, here's what's fucked me up, though. Here's what fucked me up. Like, yesterday, when I woke up, gas was like $4, uh, right? Uh, I go to grab some lunch. Gas dropped down to like 380 and then wow. at night, gas dropped to like three fifty or three sixty something. So I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" So it dropped here? to three fifty. Okay, okay. Yeah, man. And you know what's what's wild is you remember like when you know the 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 whole recession around yeah, that time, of course. And everybody was angry like about the gas prices and stuff. Like, oh, that was the biggest. Had- that was the biggest political topic: gas prices. But listen, it's not it, it does the frustration doesn't hit the same this time around like it did twelve years ago. Yeah, I get that. And it's just weird to me. It's like at this point, it's like over the years, people are starting to just get used to it. And this is that's scary. It's scary to me is that the bad shit, you know what I'm saying? Like we're we're at this point now, we're just eventually like we're just becoming so numb to all of the dumb shit. That's going yeah, on. That sounds about right. You know, and it, to to me, it's just it's scary. That it's a scary sense. time that we're living in right now. I would say to respond that now I'm just I'm just explaining how how the process might work. Okay, mm-hmm. 
I'm listening. Oil is traded on the market as a commodity. Okay. And oil mm-hmm. was probably maybe two weeks ago, maybe $120 a barrel, right? Mm-hmm. Which if it's $120 a barrel, then that means gas is probably going to be around $4 a gallon or something like that. It should be around. I mean, well, average, average wise. I mean, if you live in California, that shit could be like $6 or $7. Um, I'm robbing motherfuckers for their gasoline if I stay in California. Yeah, nah, nah. And the transportation shit anyway, so you really can't take the bus. So so the gas, so if oil is like 120 a barrel, I think average, you know, nationwide price would be around like four dollars or maybe like three ninety, three eighty, something like that. On top of that, don't forget that there's a gas tax that is included in the price that you pay for gas. So depending on how much the gas tax is. You know, maybe Jersey has like a 40 cent gas tax. So if you take off that 40 cents, that'll be like the actual price of, of gas. So now what that that's just explaining somewhat how the process, you know, financially works. Now, in terms of how it actually works, think about if this is March, maybe June or July gas. I mean, oil actually was like negative five dollars a barrel. That's what it was trading at. And gas was not free. So I'm not understanding how gas is that fucking expensive when it has a negative value. I don't understand that. Like the oil market actually crashed and we were still paying like two fifty a gallon. Like that shit don't make sense. That's crazy. Gas is fucking expensive. Now I have now to, to add something to gas prices. Now think about this one, Bush. I'm thinking. And I was talking to my grandfather about this. So, you know, back in back, you know 70s and and or maybe the 90s and prior if you wanted to meet a nice woman you know get it in with her you you know buy buy her a drink something like that right you you go buy her a drink or maybe a couple drinks or whatever the case may be and like hopefully you get it in right i don't know how Mm -hmm. much that would cost but if you think about gas prices it seems like it might be more advantageous to buy gas instead of buying a girl a drink. Like if you went out and bought her like a quarter <laughs> tank of gas, it would be more money out of your pocket. And I get it might actually be more important to her. Like you think about that shit. So I asked, I asked my grandfather about it and I took it from Chris Rock. So basically he's like, I bet people are going to start fucking for gas. And then he said, I take that back. People are already starting to fuck for gas. So I told my grandfather that, and then he said, well, shit, they definitely ain't going to stop fucking for gas. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. You think about, like, if gas is $4 and change a gallon, right? I have a 19-gallon tank. Uh, Ming, there's, like, a software update pop-up in the... It's fine. Um, so, if like, it cost me about $65 to $70 to fill up, like, 19 gallons in my tank. Okay, I, I don't I don't know how long that tank will last because I, I aimlessly drive around. But um, seventy dollars, even a half tank is around thirty five dollars. I'm just saying, you know, if you gave if you got a chick a quarter of a tank, you remember back in the day, like if you bought a girl a drink and it's like, well, damn, or take a girl out to dinner. That's like, OK, I got my inroads to get it in a quarter tank of gas could be like eighteen dollars. I'm just I'm just saying, you know what, though? Uh, that sounds good, right? But see, but see, it sounds good. No, 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 no. It, it does sound good, but I would be, I would be more inclined to just go pick that bitch up. 
and put that gas that I'm going to put in your tank. Let me put that in my shit. Right? So you ain't got to worry about no type of driving. You know, I ain't got to worry about putting gas in your car and shit like that, you know? And if I fuck with you by the end of the night, I might toss you about a good $10, you know, something like that, you know? Or maybe a dub if you make me feel nice. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, because one thing I don't want you to do is I don't want to put gas in your car for you to go to the next nigga crib. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That's that makes it as I said before. And like I said, I usually don't say this word Wimbush is a nigga, but his logic makes sense. Like, why am I putting a quarter tank in your, quarter tank in your car and you not even giving me the time of day? You feel me? Like, <laughs> and, and, and let's be clear. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they like fucking with the bum niggas that need them. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They like fucking with the niggas that 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 that, that can't drive to the baby shower like them motherfuckers. You you feel me? And the niggas who don't have a car are more inclined to put gas in the woman's car because they ain't got shit. They they, they ain't got shit. They ain't got to worry about nothing about their car. They, they got all the gas money in the world. But that's just my two cents. I love your grandfather though, man. He's he, <laughs> he, yo. He's like. One day, like, I would hope to have a sit down with you and your grandfather <laughs> and just talk about life in general. Yo. I just want to hear his stories because I know he got some good shit. Actually, I'm going to. I'm gonna. Uh, no, I'm not going to say it. But anyway, is yeah. your grandfather tripping about you having grand like you having a kid? Like, is he ready to be a great grandfather? Is he already one now? He told I I said it as a joke when I was like 18 years old. I said, "Granddad, do you want great grandkids? You want me to give you great grandkids?" And he said, "Sure, have as many as you want. Just don't bring them around me." That was at 18 years old. Meaning, like, if you stupid enough to have a bunch of damn babies at 18 years old, I'm not gonna be one taking care of them. I used to tell my mother, like, at 18, I'm gonna have my first kid. I used to tell her that with a straight face, and <laughs> I really like, you know, I. I and I was trying. I was aiming. I was. I was aiming. <laughs> Worry. Uh, you were literally aiming. Probably. I was aiming. <laughs> and um. And then it hit me, bro. Like child support. You know. And then just getting the wrong one pregnant. And I like my mom. She's been ready to be a my my both my parents really. They've been ready to be grandparents for a long time. Okay. My father. He's at that stage now where like all of his friends. You know, they're, they're grand, they got grandkids and stuff like that. Same with my mom. And, you know, my mom, she just be, it's, it's crazy. You know, they want grandkids, but they don't understand. Niggas ain't got grandkids money. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. It you takes money to have like, kids. Unless you, you know, unless you want to live on the system, like, that shit costs money, dog. Right. Now, and, and, and let me be clear, like, I, I got my shit together where, you know, if I was to have a child or something like that tomorrow, you know, I have a two bedroom so I could just turn my guest room into my kids room and shit like that. Right. You know, I'm I'm trying to get into the I'm, I'm, I'm working my way towards something like that. You know what I'm saying? But. It always fall back on I'm not ready to stop being selfish, bro. No, I got gotcha. you. I trust me. You remember who you're talking to. And think about the next little shit. You feel me? Like I want to wake up and, <laughs> and just think about me. What I got going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm and I'm you. not saying and 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 to the women 
out there that have kids, I'm not saying that, you know, I would be a terrible stepfather. That's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is if I wanted kids, I would have had them. There's a lot of y'all out here. <laughs> a lot of vaginas out here. A lot of fertile ones, too. You know, definitely could have had one a long time ago. But forgive me for being, you know, trying to be responsible, you know, and 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 not wanting to. There's a lot of reckless people. There's a lot of reckless ones out there. And, you know, and I just try to lead by example as far as like making sure don't nobody hit me with no child support. <laughs> but um, I'm getting to that point now where I'm looking at my checks and sometimes I'm like, all right, let me see how much I could put to the side. Like if child support was was to hit me, I can afford like <laughs> X amount. I can, I can afford X amount per month. Only you, you would fa- only you would factor in an automatic child support payment for having a child. Only you. You're terrible. That's not the way it's supposed to go. With Bush. You're preparing the for the worst. You're, you're hoping for the best, but preparing for the worst. I get it. It's, it's not the way it's supposed to go. You know, <laughs> no, no it's not. No, it's not. It's just, you know, you think about that. You know, I don't have I ain't got time to be fighting other parents because they child trying to fuck with my kid. And, you know, then you think about this whole war that's going on right now over there with Russia and Ukraine, you know, and, and I, I don't really have much to speak on about that. No, but it's you. just it's interesting how, you know, Tupac said a long time ago, you know, they got money for war, they, but they can't feed the poor. And this is it's interesting. Changes, I believe. We send so much money when it comes time for war and conflict, bro. But our country is fucked. Our teachers, the, the educational system is they underpaid like a bitch and overworked. Like, I I pray every day, like I cross my fingers that I hope that teachers would like just just go on strike nationwide. Yeah, I really wish that they would, so y'all can see how fucked up these little shitty ass kids are. <laughs> the system, the kids, like the instruct everything, everything, bro, like and like. Elders aren't the same. Old people ain't the same. They're not the same old people that we grew up with. You know what I mean? So a lot of those morals, a lot of those, you know, the, the, the culture side of things with respect, honor, dignity, accountability. Nah, not. A, lot that shit, a lot of that shit doesn't exist with these kids, bro. Yeah, no, they're just, they're, they're absolutely terrible. And, and they're going to be the ones taking care of us too. Don't forget that. Fuck them. <laughs> It was a quote from the Breakfast Club, uh, the movie where like the principal, he he was talking to the janitor. And he said, you know, you know what I, I hate realizing is like I hate waking up with with the thought or the knowledge that one day these kids are going to be taking care of me when I'm older. That's it's a scary reality. <laughs> it's scary, bro. It's scary. It's scary. You can't tell these little motherfuckers nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you got you got the older, you got the old folks. They still trying to compete with young motherfuckers. <laughs> the old niggas. Like you, you remember we grew up with grandma wearing the 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 the, the, the dress, sunflower, the, yeah, the, sun, the, the sunflower dress, yeah, with, with the, the big with ass fucking glasses, the shower you know cap and everything, yeah, shower cap and everything, bro, with with her hand on her hip, just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Ankles swollen as shit. But now you got these motherfuckers that's fifty. Out here talking about they lit with they arms. (laughs) Like the grandma you smashed, right? Like those, those, that's, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Woodbush. 
Now, getting it in is different than, you know, it's a different purpose than being a grandma, but I get what you mean. Like, our big mamas are gone. Like, the grandma you okay, smash, like, the grandma you, you smash is the reality of what grandmothers are. You have today. to put that in context, bro. I did not know she was a grandmother. She did not <laughs> look like one, man. She did not look like one, man. Did you go she, back in for it? I tried. You tried. So, clearly, you knew this. Like, if you if you wanted to make it happen then clearly her being a grandma and being married, that didn't deter you from still trying. Now, whether you did it or not is a different story, but you still went in for it. I was young. I didn't know. You know, I was still growing. I was still learning as a young human being. We all make mistakes here. You know? I was- but shout out to her, though. Shout out to her. We're still friends on Facebook. I always try to get <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, man, the the like I said, knowingly, and I brought this up the last time we had spoken, but the oldest woman I had been with was either she was 49 or 53. It was one of them. And holy shit. If I could. Go we back. had the perfect. We we at the we got the perfect. We had the perfect spot right now. Right. We are. Because we got we got the young snotty bitches. Right. And then you got the the, the milfs and the cougars. You, we right there, bro. This is this, we like in that golden age era of age bracket. I'm telling you, right now, we, it's the gold, the golden spot, man. It's you know some of the yeah, man. It's fucking wild because her her son was like practically my age, if not a little younger. Like she, I tell you this, I, I'll tell you this, man. What's up? If you try, if you if you tried that out in comparison with someone younger than us, you would immediately go towards her. I, I guarantee it like she put some some to shame and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure me and you would put to shame people 10 years younger than us. I ain't going to lie to you, bro. I don't have the energy that them young motherfuckers have. <laughs> Yo, listen, bro. I'm like, I am Carmelo Anthony. I am one and done in college, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I am out of there like for the that's it you know I don't have the young energy that these young bastards have now I can show you a good time but understand that once it's done it's done we, we it's over with don't ask me tomorrow because I will be more likely to like remind you that yesterday we had a good time yeah. today let's just, let's just let's just kick back a little bit holy shit Shit, dude. Um, I know it looks like I'm distracted, but I'm reading something. Now we're not going to include this as like main content, but yeah, did you I get just, the test results? No, no, I get I get tested every six months, motherfucker. Always test negative. Shocker. So, th- hey man, it's not how much you do; it's how much you stay safe and what you do. So, the average time for each couple ranged from 33 seconds to 44 minutes. Okay. So it's clear there's no one normal amount of time to have sex. The average, which is the basically is running as the median, which is the halfway point, says was 5.4 minutes. There we go. I'll tell a motherfucker real quick, yo, listen, five minutes. I'll give you six. I'll give you six on some vintage performance type shit. <laughs> but five minutes, once I go past that, that five minute mark, everything else is a bonus. Give me three minutes, maybe even four. <laughs> I'm done. With, with, I'm done. Hey, listen, bro. That that sounds about right, though. That, that's because <laughs> um, no. yeah, I ain't got. I can't. 
<laughs> 44 minutes. Who the fuck is doing that? Like, that's high school. That's high school no. shit right there. Like, I'm that's not even. All right. I'm going to tell you what. You don't even have time for that shit. We got, we still got a lot of your topics that you wanted to cover. But I mean, if we could spend another one or two minutes on this subject, I would say, yeah. I would say now, what goes for one doesn't go for the rest. Okay. Some people have high drives where if you do like a 20 minute session, 30, and to be honest with you, I think my average is like 30, 35 minutes, something like that. Maybe between. Listen, okay. It's let the, are you advertising your sex drive? Is this what this is? I'm I'm advert. It's not my drive. It's it's my stamina. I'm I because sex drive, I would say run different than stamina. I'm advertising my stamina. Now, there are some that can go longer than that. That was the older one. I'm just saying when you're done, that don't mean that she's done. That's what I mean. No, 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 no. When I'm done, we're done. That's it. I'm out of there. <laughs> Your delivery is perfect. <laughs> so bad, dude. So fucking I'm, bad. I'm out of there. You can do what you want to do, but I'm done, baby. What? <laughs> what would you say? Like, do you think you just got older? Did you get out of shape? Like, what do you think the what do you think the thing was? And I mean, I it's natural. Remember, it's it's, a, it's it's still natural though. So it's huh? nothing. I said this is it's it's natural. I'm not a sex therapist. What I'm saying is, is that it's natural that you lose your drive over time or like the amount of time that you can go towards it. It it decreases. So it's like it's natural, you know? No, no, no. But let me be absolutely positively transparent. I don't give a fuck about how short it may be. Let's be clear. Um, Yo, yeah. you told me. I remember you said this. You said when you met that chick in Vegas, you said, "Look, you said I'm gonna give you the best what seven to eight minutes of your life." That's what you said. Right? <laughs> dude, I can edit all this shit out if you want. Like seriously, it's just, it's just, it's just so fucking funny, dude. Yo, nah, man, but you know, I, I, I did a lot of fucking in my youth. You know, okay, and um, as an adult. Now that I'm in my tender thirties, it's like I don't know, man. You know, like I, I just want to get in and get out. <laughs> and um, I would say it's probably a combination of things. I, I definitely don't have the wind that I have. Let's I be you. clear. I got you. You know, I, I don't, I don't have the wind that I have. So once I start feeling winded, that's yeah, a wrap. It's, it's time to wrap this thing up. <laughs> um, now. I'll have a vintage performance every now and then. You know, it, it takes <laughs> it takes somebody to get that vintage performance out of me. And when I'm in vintage mode, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. I might drop thirty on you tonight. That's so fair. That's fair. I might drop thirty on that ass tonight. But I'm telling you right now, this vintage performance, I, I'm gonna need you to rub my knees. <laughs> Wrap them up, like wrap some ice around them. You feel me? Because like, I'm out of commission for like the next two days. <laughs> I gotta, yeah, I can't, I'm not gonna say it on the, uh, I'm not gonna say it on the podcast. I got a story for you afterwards, after the episode's done. I, I got, oh, this is gonna, that's gonna be good. I got a funny one for you. So, all right. Now, this is okay. Since we're somewhat on the subject now, you had messaged to me that this is a uh, situation that you wanted to 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 get off your chest: strip clubs versus private strippers. Oh yeah. 
So I want to know what's your preference. What do you prefer? Personally, me personally, this is I'm very serious when I say this. Um, <clears throat> I would probably say for my pocket a strip club. I would definitely say for my pocket a strip club. Now, I've seen a lot in my day. Okay, and I say that as a 30 year old, I've seen a lot. We know, we know how you. <laughs> I have seen a lot, so it's actually. I don't even. Pre- I don't prefer either. Okay. Okay. If that makes sense, because that. But if that, you had to pick, if you had to choose, if you had to choose, if you was gonna, be, if you was about to be out with your homies and they like, yo, let's go to a strip club, but you'd be like, nah, I know some private strippers, let's do that. Like, which one would you? Which one would you lean more toward? All right. Here's here's my response to you before I answer. Am I trying okay. to get it in, or am I trying to have a good time? If you know me, you know where I'm going with this. So I assume that. I'm going to have a. I'm going to get it in, right? But it, but that should be included in having a good time, right? I don't know, man. Because I mean, if you're if you're paying for private strippers, are you paying for just a show, or are you paying to get it in with them? And here's the thing: okay. if you're paying to get it in with them, that cost should be shared among the rest of your friends. Does that make sense? So it's actually financially beneficial for you to share the cost with your friends if it's just private strippers. Now, if you're going to a strip club, that means everybody got to pay a separate cover. Every, everyone's going to have a different experience. If you're going into a private room, are you going into a private room with all your friends or is it just going to be one on one? And then you got to pay even more fucking money. So, I mean, that's what I mean. You know, there's a lot of variables. Am I going to have a good time? Am I going to get it in? Am I, you know, am I trying to save money or make the most of my money? Now, from conversations that we've had together. If you're going to just like get it in, you don't need a strip club and you don't need a strip tease. You know exactly what you want and that's what you're going for. You don't want to give any more money. Am I right or am I wrong? That's that's I, I want to say that's that's an accurate assessment right there. Have I ever told you my um my strip club story? You probably have, but definitely for the audience, definitely do detail. I, I've, 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 I've said it on here on the podcast. No, 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 no. I think we were talking on the phone. All right, so check this out. I have a story to tell. You know strippers in Warner Robins, right? You know the actual strip club called Strippers? Is that the one on 146? I think so. Like, as soon as you come off the exit, it's like yeah. right there. They used to have the, the signs for it. I thought that place closed down. Oh, no, no. They, they up and running. So <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Go ahead. So check it out, right? One day, it's me. It's like three of my cousins. You know, I'm, I'm back home visiting. At this point in time, I was staying in New York, but I came down to visit. Okay. So, you know, they everybody is like, yo, listen, let's let's go to a strip club. Now, me, I like guaranteed action. I get it. Not only do I like guaranteed action, I don't like wasting money. I agree. I agree. And you know what the strip club sounds like? It sounds like a double negative. It sounds like there's no guaranteed action, and it sounds like <laughs> I'm wasting money. You're wasting time. I'm wasting... Yeah, listen, and that's the most it's triple negative. Thing. It's triple negative. So, yeah, triple negative. Goddamn. So, I'm setting up some action for after the strip club. Okay. Now, and, and I was successful in the action that I set up. I'm telling my, I'm telling my peoples, we don't really need to go here. Like the, I know to the strip club because you know what you're doing afterwards, right? Is that what you? That's right. what you're doing. Okay. I'm like, we really actually like the, the 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 party, the real party. They ready. I get it. 
We don't really need to go in here. This is wasting no, my time and my money. No, cause let's let's go, cause you know what I'm saying. Let's go stick no man. Let's throw some money and shit like that. Now you know this is this was a long time ago. Now, granted, I'm a cheap bastard. I'm more willing to spend money now. But back then, I was a penny pitcher. I get it. And this was my first time actually going to a strip club. Okay. Right. We get there, and they charge you twenty dollars just to walk in. The cover. I got you. I had no idea. So my assumption was. Oh boy, I can imagine you were. To, I can imagine I, you were a nigga at this state. I can imagine. My assumption was that you can just walk in. You know, you just walk in, and whenever you see something you like, that's when you start throwing money. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame you for I, thinking that. I don't blame you. You would think that's the system. I, Go ahead, go ahead. I'm no, I said I don't blame you for that. I, I would think that sh- that would be the system. Let me tell you how I fucked the whole night up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Let me tell you how I fucked up. Because I would imagine you argue with the person at the door covering, taking a cover fit. No, no I didn't. I didn't take it out on him because, you know, he's doing his job. But I'm looking at the niggas that I came with. is this what you mean i gotta y'all you niggas ain't tell me i gotta pay twenty dollars just to walk in here are you shitting me if i gotta go to the bathroom i gotta i gotta throw twenty dollars just to go to the bathroom like just to get inside not even pay that by the way i I still gotta pay for drinks (laughs) are you fucking shitting me all right bet i'm telling you niggas right now i'm not throwing nothing so we get in there (laughs) um i don't drink beer or anything like that. And so I'm sitting at the bar. They like, well, you know, hey, it's like a it's a it's a something drink minimum shit. Oh, like, you know what? I'm not thirsty no more. I'm gonna just go walk over here. <laughs> Yo, the, the 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 funniest part of the night though, I, I cannot make this shit up, bro. Can't make it up. So at my cousins, everybody's not mine, everybody's having a good time. You know what I'm saying? One of my cousins walked up on me like, Rally, what you doing, Rally? Come on, man. Come on. Look at these holes, man. Like, so? They got on clothes. What, what? They're shaking their ass in their titties. Like, you don't even want to be there anymore. I'm not impressed. I am not impressed. Yo, a stripper walked up on me stacked like a motherfucker, bro. I'm talking about the cheeks was cheeking. Do you hear me? And man, listen, the titties was she beautiful. Beautiful. She walks up on me. So, hey, hey, you know, can you want, can I give you a dance? I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm okay. I appreciate it, though. She then proceeds to tell me, it's a $2 special. It's a $2 dance special. So, you know, just $2 and, you know, we can get it popping. I'm like, "Mm, I appreciate the offer, but it's like, you know, listen, I got three. I came here with three people, right? You see them boy, you see them dudes over there? They're my cousins. Like, I'm with them. They throwing money. They got a lot of it. Don't come you know? to me. So I think, you know, you should go over there. <laughs> <laughs> and she was adamant about getting my money in particular. I don't know why, but like she was just <laughs> she was very stern about getting money. Yo, and she was focused on you. And she proceeds to look at me and says, you ain't got, you don't have $2? Oh, now that, okay. It just opened up now. Yo, listen, I said, listen, bitch. If you want to just stand here and dance on me and do whatever, whatever, I'm cool with that. 
I don't have no issue with that whatsoever. By all means, shake your ass. But I ain't got nothing for you. You want two dollars? You, you ask the motherfuckers that I paid twenty dollars at the motherfucking at the, at the entrance. You tell them give you two dollars out of that twenty. <laughs> but it ain't coming out of my pocket. It's not coming out of my pocket. <laughs> I hundred percent believe that you said that. And you know, and that fucked the night up. <laughs> That fucked the night up as far as like with the strip at that strip club because like she went to talking shit. My cousins was trying to get me to chime in. I'm like, oh, yo, listen. And I drove. So I'm hot key about to leave you niggas. So <laughs> I want y'all to make up y'all mind right motherfucking now. Is, is, is y'all finished or is y'all done? <laughs> you got about 10 seconds to get your ass up and we leave it. Listen, I'm outside. Y'all let me know. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and yeah, that was my last time that I was in a strip club. That was my last strip club experience. Um, and now I, I personally, I prefer private strippers because it's just it's it's a better environment. You know, it's discreet. You know what I'm saying? Everything is already agreed upon anyway. Unless the, unless they they'll ask you if you want to do more, but the bare minimum is already agreed upon. Like I paid for this service that I already know what I'm going to get and if anything further happens, you just ask me at that point. And there's nothing outside of boundaries already established. And I feel like it's a little more hands-on. There's more there's there's more of a a comfort zone, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um because communication everything everything has been established as far as like what's going on and this that and the third you know um but yeah man i i I don't i don't i don't like the idea of taking my hard-earned money to a an establishment where i'm not gonna see this bitch ever again (laughs) no i'm gonna tell you so the prior night the Friday night that I got to Vegas, but the day before I saw you, uh, my friends, they paid, like I said, they, they paid, I don't know, maybe combined under like a thousand, whatever the case may be. I don't know how much it was, but they paid for the service. It was a, it was a, it was a show. And I got to the hotel room, maybe like two 30 or something like that. And I opened the door and I just see a towel on the ground and I'm like, Oh shit. I'm like, wow. It's like, they like, they they did like waterfalls or something. I'm like, what the fuck? So, they they were changing in the bathroom, but basically they told me that there was there was a show where they were just like, you know, playing with each other and shit like that. And they were just enjoying. Now, for me, I'm I'm kind of glad that I didn't see it like I didn't partake, because if I know I can find what I want to find, that is like. A, like a play toy for me, like a child, you know, how like a child where like they pick up something and they only play with it for like two weeks and then they just throw it off. This That's probably me because that's not what mm. I'm looking for. That's like that's like on a scale from one to ten. That's probably like a two for me, because if I'm looking for action, anything outside of action is not something I want. to, And it's not something I want to pay for. Right. So it's kind of at the end of the day, at the end of the day, like. I can watch a porno on my phone real quick and get whatever I need to get out the way, out the way. And all of a sudden, all of those urges is gone. And I just saved me a whole lot of money. The post-nut clarity. It, that shit is real. Oh, no, it's very that real. Shit is so real. It's very real. That shit is so real. If, if I, I will, I will always say this. If you can think the same thing, the same way in post-nut clarity, then that is real. If it don't exist during post-nut clarity, then it's not, it's not, 
it's not important enough for you to even think about. That's a fact. That's what I was saying. It's a real thing. It's it's a real thing. Um, yeah, no, I would say the private strippers. I think if you're like if you're with your cousins and stuff, I would think the the private strippers is definitely the the better method. Actually, I got a question for you. At that strip club, was there anyone we went to high school with? Did you see anybody there? You don't have to give a name, but did you see anyone there? I cannot recall. Okay, I cannot recall. Okay, okay, and that's only because. I don't I really don't remember shit from that night. And you were probably trying I, to get the fuck out anyway. So Yeah, so like everything <laughs> was a blur that night. All I remember was that I was angry as shit. Um and yeah. You just set the mood. The action, the action that we had set up afterwards though, I, I enjoyed myself. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, like, okay, so I think strip club bachelor parties. I, I, it's it's cliche. I get it. I think if you want something more memorable, I think the private stripper party would be more of a better idea. I would think so. Like it's more intimate. It doesn't seem like and you've seen it in a strip club where like when they come around, they like they either offer drinks or, you know, they put the tits in your face to get like a dollar or something like that. It's very fucking commercial. It's very commercial where like everything is trying to get money. <laughs> And I feel so cheap. I just feel cheap and used when I go to a strip club. That's pretty like, <laughs> just remember, one of one of the one of the, one of my friends. He was a uh, he was on that Vegas trip, and he told me years ago. He said, "You have to remember, they are employed as saleswomen. So that's before that's that's the priority before anything else. Like their goal is to get as much money out of your pocket and make you feel decent for that time. So if you somehow let go of a hundred dollars, you don't feel it in the instance, but the day after, when you look at your pocket and you see you lost a hundred dollars, that's how good of a saleswoman that they are. Think about that. They're saleswomen before anything. And and, and now and ever since I've got the job where I work at now, and like I'm learning you know, salesperson tactics and how to improvise and, you know, just from from marketing standpoints and stuff like that. It's like it's a different ball game, man. It gives you a whole different verbiage to, to use when, you know, when you're negotiating sales. Oh, you know? totally. Now, the and, one um, the one thing I'll, the one thing I will say that strippers have to do better on is like their money management, because a lot of them, they, they could be making a thousand dollars a night and like that should be gone by the end of the week. Or the Yo, end listen, of the day. I'm I'm one of them niggas where if you're not paying attention, I'm gonna pick that money up off the floor and I'm gonna throw it right back at you. Yo, hold on a second. For the for the people listening, now I explained now this is the third time I'm gonna say the fourth time I'm gonna say it, of how Wimbush is a nigga, right? So when I was in Vegas, it's so fucking funny. So when I was in Vegas, I asked him about like maybe a buffet or something like that. I can't remember what you said you tipped the the server i can't remember what you said the amount that you tipped the server but you said what the fuck am i gonna pay for if they just coming around asking me am i good that was like that was your logical explanation to avoid tipping them all (laughs) 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 but it made sense like me personally like i tip 20 percent. like you have to do a bad job to tip less than 20 percent. but when you when you brought up the example of I'm serving myself. I'm going to get my own food. I'm, it's a buffet. I'm the one who's picking up my food. I'm going to get my drinks. I'm getting everything. I'm grabbing my own napkins, my own silverware. I'm grabbing all of my shit. You didn't bring me anything. 
You don't bring me anything. I ask you, yo, listen, what can I do? Oh, but there's a trash can right over there. Right? You can just, oh, okay, bitch. All right, I got it. I'll go take care of that. But you want me to give you a tip for you just walking your bum ass over here and asking me if I'm okay? Is you shitting me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got me fucked up all the way. <laughs> But that's what you said. You said they ain't doing shit but asking me, am I okay? Like, that's it. That's all they're doing. <laughs> that's it, bro. Like, I don't, and I don't need you for that. <laughs> I don't need you for that. You see me over here getting my grub on, bitch. You didn't grab none of these plates. I grabbed all these shits myself. So obviously, I am enjoying myself. Obviously. And what really pissed me off was, you know, they like to sit all the niggas on one side and sit everybody else in a different section. <laughs> So I'm over here with all the loud motherfuckers and shit like that. And, you know, there's, there's, there's a whole table full of ratchets and shit like that. That's and, you know, I, I get it. I look like this, right? But I'm not really as ignorant as I may look or, or come up or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do like my peace and quiet, bitch. I do like, you know, to sit here calm and, and enjoy my motherfucking meal without, you know, Being all the extra shit. Being bothered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that does, and I and, and I want to say, I am a good tipper when I have good service. I get it. I just went to Waffle House this morning. I just went to Waffle House this morning. Okay. I left a ten dollar tip, and not only did I leave a ten dollar tip, I paid for my shit in cash, and let the lady keep the change. Okay. So she really got like about a good 13, you know what I'm saying? But the service was great. You know, I, got you. I didn't have to get up from my table to, to get my food and shit like that. It was brought to me, you know? So I don't, I don't have an issue with leaving a good tip. I really don't. You just want great. What I have an issue is, is tipping the motherfucker for doing the bare minimum. You chose this job. You don't like your pay? <laughs> Indeed. You know, I think that's what they call it. It's called Indeed, right? For jobs and shit like that. <laughs> I'm fucking you can done. Get on, you can get on there <laughs> and start applying for shit, you know, for the pay that you want. But I don't like the whole notion of people just getting angry at regular niggas like myself because, you know, they may not... You, the, the tip may not be up to par or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, get out of my face. Wimbush. All right. We're, I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole of tipping with you. I'm, I'm going you. to I'm going to switch. Because it can get dark. I'm going to switch over the topic to where the hell have you been the whole NBA season on social media? Where have you been? Because I thought, I personally, I thought you were in Facebook jail. Like, I thought you were doing the bit. I thought you were. And I'm trying to so, wonder, where the hell have you been? So. <laughs> LeBron hasn't been doing. LeBron has been doing. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. If that it's, if LeBron is. I'm fucking done with Bush. I'm fucking done. Listen, listen you asked me a fucking question. I'm trying to answer it. Because <laughs> I didn't even realize that that almost makes sense. But anyway, all right. I'll give you I'll give you your five minutes. Go ahead. Has been great this year. He has been fucking amazing. 
but the team is just so fucking garbage. I want to say they're 10 games under 500. I want to say. I want to say shut the fuck up because I'm trying to answer and you just giving your input. It was not necessary. Now, I don't have. Wait. Sorry, somebody was calling me. My bad. No, you're good. Sorry. Sorry. Try it again. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I don't have time to be arguing with people. It's, it gets exhausting. It really does. And whenever LeBron lose, it gets nasty for me. I get all kinds of unsolicited text messages, phone calls. I get tagged in everything. Everybody want to, you know, comment my name and shit. Hit this, this. I don't have time for all of that negative energy, Javon. But what I will tell you is this. The Lakers won last night, so you might see me on social media today. (laughs) You're not a Lakers fan. You're a LeBron fan, right? Absolutely. I'm glad you said that. But, um, yeah, whenever he win, I'll show my face. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, But as soon as niggas go to losing, yeah, I'm going back into hiding, bro. I will say. I will say Wimbush. That. And it works out. It works out for me because a lot of people they don't see me on social media, so they don't bother me. You know, out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> you funny. <laughs> it, 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 it works out good for me, but as soon as I go and post on social media, you know, that's when the floodgates open. Yeah, you know, and now I feel like I'm inclined to answer questions and 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 respond to shit like that, and I really don't want to do that. You know, I I do miss I do miss it. You know, I check it every now and then. Every time I go online, either somebody got married, somebody popped the kid out, or somebody's engaged, or you know, and 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 unfortunately, somebody done passed away. Yeah. So every other week, you know, I just check in. I I take a quick little scroll. I tap my fingers like you know, I, I scroll maybe three times, <laughs> and then I I immediately exit out immediately. And so I'm not in Facebook jail. Um, yeah, I I'm just avoiding social media at all costs. On, I just don't feel like I just don't feel like arguing with niggas. On account now, mind you, this is the funny part because some people they get burned out from social media just from you know random shit having you know having everybody know your damn business. You have gone off of social media because you don't want to get in arguments with people behind sports related results. I actually respect that. That's a valid. That's a valuable reason to do that because a lot of people they just get burnt out because everybody know their damn business. That's right, I mean, really I've, I've always been discreet about my shit. I'll let you know what I want you to know. You know what I'm saying? So I've never been one to just have everybody all up in my business for what? For what? You were hilarious. Now I do miss the entertainment that Facebook provided me with all the drama and all the extra shit that people be having going on. But at the end of the day, like honestly, that shit get old, bro. You know what I'm saying? It gets old, and I just try not to. I don't like the idea of technology just taking over everything. Yeah, yeah, I got you. That makes. And so I try to I try to break away as much as I can. But my close friends and family, they have no issue with you know, letting me know that, hey, I, I don't see you on social media. So I want to know if you saw this post right here. Uh, you know, <laughs> and they'll still, they'll still tag me and shit. I'll still go on Facebook every once in a while and just approve the tag just to let niggas know I'm alive and shit like that. But but yeah, man, uh, it's, it's been a bad year for me. This basketball season has been atrocious. And so I, I'm not used to this this losing shit. You feel me? I will, I will say I'm a Lakers fan. I don't know if I told you I'm a Lakers fan. 
Yeah, I heard probably. that bullshit. No, um, pro- I would say I'm a Lakers fan. Uh, probably since <laughs> 2009. I think when they beat the Celtics in the NBA Finals. So I'm a bandwagoner. That was, that was 2010. When they beat the Celtics. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. Because they were going to three P. Uh, Dirk beat them in twenty eleven. All right, that makes sense. You're good on your shit. You're you're good. You're good on your shit, Wimbush. I've been a Lakers fan for the last eleven years. Now I can honestly say, as a Lakers fan, it is not LeBron. And I'm going to give you like ten minutes just in case you want to talk about something else. But I will say, as a Lakers fan, it is not LeBron's fault the way the team has gone. It, the team is awful. Outside of LeBron, LeBron is like 37 years old, averaging like 29 points, which is fucking insane. He's leading the league in scoring right now. That's insane. That is insane. That that's fucking crazy. It's not because of LeBron. Like it's the front office and it's the coach and it's the team around him. Like it's just a terrible team. What I will say is this: it's LeBron's fault because he's the one who forced Westbrook to come there. That's he, fair. He, he pushed. He made that push behind it. You know, and to me, like everybody knew that that wasn't a great fit. And he just tried to force it. And this is one of those moments where him flexing his his authority, it didn't work this time around. It backfired. Right, right. And AD is fucking walking glass. So it's like, you know, we, we can't really depend. We can't really put, put all our eggs in the basket on that motherfucker. Right. You know, because he's going <laughs> to crack just as quick as the eggs do. So, you know what I mean? It's It's been tough, bro. It's been tough. And honestly, like from a mental standpoint, I cannot handle going online and seeing all of the slander. Because <laughs> everyone knows you're a LeBron fan. Nah, it makes sense, man. It, 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 I it. cannot do it. And, and everybody notices it, too. Everybody's picking up on the fact that, damn, LeBron is losing. We don't really see too much of Terrell these nah, days. <laughs> I noticed that shit maybe like two months ago. I was like, damn. I think I posted on I think I posted on Facebook and it was like, damn, Whitbush gotta be doing like a whole month in Facebook jail or something. I haven't seen shit. Listen, the last two times my man dropped 50, I was outside. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he dropped 50, I was on Facebook. As soon as they lost the next day, I was out of there. <laughs> Yo. Nah, I don't play. You know what, man? I, I he's he's done no wrong. Like him as a GM, this is the one move that backfired because he's been doing this shit for like ten years. Like this is the mm-hmm. one time that it backfired. I think you know it's crazy that LeBron could be having a losing season, but I will say again, it's really fucking impressive. The guy's thirty seven years old, and the thing is, is that he's different than a lot of other players. Where like they had at least like one or two years of college. Like he's from high school. He's played literally nineteen years, and he's leading the league in scoring at like thirty seven years old. That is in fucking saying. Probably like he's he about to and he about to pass Carl Malone. Here is what I think they're going to do though, because he's going to DC. I think tomorrow. Okay. Then after DC, they go into Cleveland. Oh, really? So what I think they're going to do is they're going to give him the game off in D.C. Because you don't want to break your record in D.C. I want to break my shit in Cleveland. That's crazy. Crazy how that schedule worked out, huh? Listen, it's it's, it's fate, bro. It's fate. (laughs) It's fate, big dog. It's Yeah, that's wild. He goes back home and beats the record. That is crazy. Um, All that's left to look at now is Kareem. And we're going to break that next year. Probably. probably. Ain't no probably. I'm telling you. We're going to break that shit next year, big bro. Okay, one bush. Now, I would say we have about five, seven minutes left. Is there anything else that you wanted to cover? The floor. Um, I do want to acknowledge a couple things. All right, go ahead. 
I want to acknowledge the fact that Juicy Smoye. Juicy? Only, whatever the fuck his name Juicy is. Juicy Smoye? Like Chappelle? Like Dave Chappelle said Juicy Smoye? I got gotcha. you. From, uh, from Empire. The yeah. Game from Empire. Did you notice how... You said this piece of shit because I remember you texting me. Go ahead. That's funny. He served like, what, three days? And they let him out on an appeal? <laughs> like, I... Like, it... it I don't, it's, it's so mind boggling to me, right? Let's, let's just take, I don't give a fuck about him being a black guy. I don't give a fuck about him being gay. But you said two white men ran up on you at three o'clock in the morning in Chicago during the winter when you was trying to go to Subway and you said that they called you uh, uh, the F word. I don't want to say it. They, they, they called you the F word and a nigger and they put a noose around your neck. And they had on MAGA hats. Come to find out, it was two black dudes. One of them, <laughs> y'all was swore fighting with each other. He's actually a guy that you was in a relationship with. And you paid them to lie. But we still out, he's still out here saying that he was a victim. And these people believe in the bullshit. They gave this man three months in jail. And he only served five days pending <laughs> a pill. Now, here's the kicker. Brittany, Brittany Grinder, you, you know her, the basketball player? Like over there. Oh, right she was good at Baylor, man. Holy shit, she was good. They just extended her shit to May. Oh, so she's sitting in the prison until May? Until May. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at Juicy, Juicy Smoothie. That's what I'm laughing at because that's that's wild. But yeah, Brittany Griner is a for people that don't. Brittany Griner was a um, was is a she's a professional basketball player. She played at Baylor, won a title. She was dunking and shit. She was a fucking legend. Uh, college. She played basketball, but because of how low the salaries are, she moved to Russia to play. Um, basketball is very popular in Europe, so she was playing in Russia for some some club team. And because of what's going on in Ukraine, she's an American, and they caught her in the airport with a dub or whatever it was. It was it was. And she had she had. Uh, I want to say I don't know if it was liquid weed or something like in a cart. Yeah, the cart that had that had weed in it, which is which is which is so fucking stupid. Because why would you? It's already a shitstorm over there, and you gonna draw attention to yourself. And they, I, I personally believe that Russia is just using her as bait. Oh, like, of course, of course, it's leverage. We got an, we have an American superstar WNBA basketball player. That don't nobody give a fuck about the WNBA, of course. But at the same time, on the same token, we have one of y'all peoples over here. Right. I wish y'all would try some dumb shit. Right, right. We're gonna use her as leverage. Like we're gonna keep imprisoning her. You feel me? But Juicy gets three days pending appeal, and he don't even may he may not even have to fucking serve jail time. That's crazy. Juicy smoothie. If there was anybody, if it was you or me, bro, and we lied about a hate crime, you know we getting years. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. Ain't no appeal, no nothing. Especially something as no, concrete you sitting, as that. You sitting. It's a hate. It's basically like you, it's a federal crime for a hate crime. But it, I think it'll be, I think it's a federal crime. It's a federal crime to lie about a federal crime. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Okay. 
All right. So, yeah, you can get like you can get federal like you can be sent to federal prison for a hate crime. But if you lie about a hate crime being committed, that should be a federal crime in itself. It's disgusting, bro. You would think. I remember you texted me. You were like this piece of shit. I didn't know what the fuck was going on, but it makes sense. Yeah. And he's getting out. Um, Yo, when you gonna settle down, bro? Before we before we wrap this podcast, when, so, when you gonna I get gonna you a settle? lady? When am I gonna settle down? I have no yeah, idea, yeah, man. I when I get bored, I'm dead serious. When, nice I lady when when I get bored, I'm having too much fun, and I'm as selfish, if not more selfish, than you because I don't want you're a selfish piece of shit. I, You've I always understand. been that. Though. I understand that, and I admit it. I'm not. See, the thing is, Wimbush, I don't create a false sense of who I am to other people regarding that. If that respect, I tell you what I'm looking for, what I plan to do. We can keep it going indefinitely until, you know, she probably catches feelings or something like that. But I tell you what's up from the beginning. Now, if you don't want to, if you don't want to take it at face value, then that's on you. But in terms of me settling down, I'm having too much fun. And I, you know, I, I I can at this point. I, you know, it's like a mental block for me. I just don't want to. So respect, bro. despite all the external pressure of people getting married and having kids and all that shit, you know, if that's a life that you want, that is that is great. It's not something that I want now. And for me, if any, you know, if people still listen to this podcast, if someone says, do you want kids? or Do you want marriage? You know, we grew up in the 90s. It was either yes or no. Now, you can also say. I don't necessarily want kids, but I'm open to kids or open to marriage. Open to marriage means that if it happens, if it comes about you, you do it. But you don't live in a one track mind of, yeah, I want marriage or I want kids or something like that. Like, you know, I definitely like I, I'm not going to lie to you. I definitely do. I'm getting to that point where like I'm I'm way I'm I'm probably as open as I've ever been in regards to having a kid. Yeah. yeah. you know. But I just get scared. I get scared about all the extra shit around it. You know what I'm saying? It's just the environment. People these days is fucking weird. They're fucking crazy. They're nuts. Which is why some people, they don't have kids because of the environment. That's why some people don't have kids. And so that's, that's, that's what it is for me. Now you want to talk marriage. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know, man. I think later on down the line, I don't know, man, you might actually see me. You might actually, I don't want to, you know what? Never mind. We'll talk about that offline. Okay, I would, you know, whatever, whatever you're doing in life now with, you know, with a significant other or or many others and none of them are significant, whatever you're doing, man, as long as you're enjoying what you do, just keep it going. There's no there's no specific time or bracket to settle down. Settling down should be when you feel as though you're you're at an emotional maturity where you're ready to just move to the next step. Whenever you're tired of doing the same thing, that should be when you choose to settle down. There's no specific age to be able to do so most people think that it's 30 but you know because our generation and our age are a bunch of 30 year olds that really are like 15 years old and don't want to grow the fuck up like how can you you know how can you be emotionally mature if you haven't grown up yet so i, I would have had three baby mamas by now i'm not gonna lie <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm done. It's a good thing that you don't have baby mom what i would say is a lot of people i'm not saying you i'm saying a lot of people you should pat yourselves on the back if you feel as though you could have been in that situation and it didn't happen at this point, you pat yourself and think about all, if you thought you would have had three baby mamas by now, think about your paycheck and then multiply whatever you thought would be taken out times three. I'm taking somebody out. Somebody got to go. Somebody got to go, bro. I would have put money on somebody's head. 
Just to say, now, if you want to hear something funny, now I, I, I'm gonna wrap this up in like two minutes. If you want to, if you want to hear something funny, I remember I watched something and this guy, he was, I want to say it was like in Ohio or some shit like that, but he had like 23 kids with like I don't know, 15 women, whatever the case may be, a real asshole. So he he owned a bar. He put the bar in an LC name and he paid himself basically as like the general manager of the bar. So when all his baby mamas took him to court, the, the judge asked for like his wages or something like that. And he only paid himself like maybe like five dollars an hour or seven dollars an hour or some shit. So. What, look it. at you! Look, <laughs> you're just nodding. Yeah. Anyway, so by the time that all the baby mamas they got their child support, the child support was maybe like three dollars or something like that, like a paycheck. Because I love it. it's, I love it. Please love don't do it. that, Wimbush. If you were to do that, please make sure that the baby mamas and or the kids are at least the kids and or the baby mamas are just fully taken care of and don't have to fucking struggle. That's all I would ask. You can have three 30 baby mamas, but make sure that none of them struggle. If you have to, if 20 people have to take you to court and their settlement is $3 and change a month, you are failing as a dad. If I was a fucked up father, I would look at who has the most potential to be a superstar That's and right. I would give them the most attention. I said if I was a fucked up father, if, if that was me, absolutely. I, gotcha. I, gotcha. I would definitely see who would look like they would be the strongest or the tallest or the most athletic. <laughs> we, I, I want to babysit him for the summer. Yeah, give me him. But I'm not that guy. I, I if I was, I would have had about, yeah, I would have fucked the game up a long time ago. Okay. I think we're out of time, Wimbush. It was very good talking to you. I'm glad that you could do your your episode this season. As as I was I was telling Ming, like you're the only one that gets an episode every season because you're a fucking character and our chemistry is very good. I appreciate it, man. And uh let me give you your props once again. You know, I'm 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 happy for you, proud to see you doing your thing. You know, I I really wish, you know, you would have kept the political thing going because you know I that, that was I appreciate that. I was living vicariously through you with that shit, bro. (laughs) But at the end of the day, you're doing great for yourself. You're holding it down. Proud of you. I try. Happy for you. Keep up the great work, man. Shout out to me. Tell me I said it was good. He actually remembers you as a guest. I will I will say that because I was I was telling him that you were going to be on the show. He's like, yeah, I remember when Bush. I remember we did like the Skype call like beforehand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I fuck with me. Tell me I said what's good. No. <laughs> so he was like, yeah, definitely tell when Bush what's up. So all right, it's our truth. I'm gonna sign off. Thank you again, Wimbush, for being on. Pieces. <laughs>